I'm Mike Franzone, and welcome to the Prophecy Channel. Today is part two of the Abomination of Desolation, when the Antichrist enters the Jewish temple and proclaims himself as God. We begin reading in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. Let me read this to you. Let no one deceive, this is verse 3 and 4, let no one deceive you by any means, for that day will not come unless the falling away comes first, the apostasy comes first. And the man of sin, the Antichrist, is revealed, the son of perdition, who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God, or that is worship. Watch, so that he sits as God in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Jesus spoke about this. And in Matthew 24, beginning at verse 15, he's speaking to them and says, this is when the great tribulation begins. He says in verse 15, therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, standing in the holy place, the temple, whoever reads, let him understand. So Jesus speaks of this event as well. And Daniel, Isaiah, Jeremiah all speak of this event. And what is this event? As I said last time in part one, there'll be seven years of great tribulation on this earth after the church is taken up and taken to heaven, raptured. In the middle of the seven and a half years, the three and a half years have gone by, there will be a covenant breaking by the Antichrist. The Antichrist makes basically a covenant or a peace treaty with Israel, but in the middle of that, he breaks that. He goes into the temple, into the, the, the rebuilt temple, and sits on the throne, maybe metaphorically speaking, but what he does do is declare himself as God. And when that happens, it is horrible and terrible for the world for the next three and a half years. And then Jesus comes, the second coming of Christ, and he interrupts that as well. So, again, I would suggest that you get part one first and go through that, and then you can understand even more. So today, let's begin with Daniel's prophecies. Daniel gives so many prophetic warnings about the last days. So we're going to take these through some of these right now. In Daniel chapter 9, Daniel chapter 9, beginning in verse 25 through 27. Now he's speaking here of the uh, seven years of tribulation. He says in verse 25 of Daniel 9, Know therefore and understand that from the going forth of the command to restore and build Jerusalem until Messiah and the Prince, there shall be seven weeks and sixty-two weeks, and the street will be built again and the wall even in troublesome times. And after the sixty-two weeks, Messiah shall be cut off. Now he's speaking of a timeline. And he's also speaking of when Jesus is crucified on the cross. He should be cut off, but not for himself. Verse 26. And the people of the prince who is to come shall destroy the city and the sanctuary. The people of the prince, or the prince is the Antichrist. The end of it shall be with the flood to the end of the war. Desolations are determined. Then he shall confirm a covenant with many for one week. This is that covenant that I believe he's speaking about. This is some kind of a treaty with Israel. But in the middle of the week, that's the middle of the three and a half years, of the seven years rather, after three and a half years, in the middle of the week, he shall bring an end to sacrifices and offering. The Antichrist will end because they have brought back the Jewish sacrifices, but the Antichrist ends that. 
and on the wing of abominations shall be one who makes desolate. Let me read that again. This is exactly what Paul wrote about, of what Jesus spoke about. On the wing of abominations shall be one who makes desolate, even until the consummation, which is determined, is poured out on the desolate. Wow. Now, Daniel chapter 11, 29 to 31. There we have right there. We see the abomination of desolation. In Daniel chapter 11, verse 29 and follow. Let's just look at a few of these verses. Verse 29, and at the appointed time he shall return and go forward the south. But it shall not be like the former or the latter. For ships from T Cyprus shall come against him. Therefore he shall be grieved and return to enrage against the holy covenant and do damage. He shall return and show regard for those who forsake the holy covenant. And I believe that this is maybe a picture of Rome. Verse 31 says, Forces will be mastered by him. They shall defile the sanctuary fortress. Watch. And then they shall take away the daily sacrifices and place there the abomination of desolation. We saw that the Syrian king Antiochus Epiphanes was a picture of the Antichrist. We have a local look. And now we have a future look that there will be a future abomination uh, that makes desolate in the Jewish. And it is that event that is the spark, that is a trigger for the terrible, terrible three and a half years of judgment on this earth. Now, I'm going to skip all the way to Daniel chapter 12. We'll go to spend some time there later, and maybe we can get into this as well. Daniel chapter 12, verse 11. And from the time that the daily sacrifice is taken away, and the abomination of desolation is set up, there should be 1,290 days. Blessed is he who waits and comes to the 1,335 days. But you go your way to the end. You shall rest, and you will arise to your inheritance at the end of the days. All right. The willful king, the little horn Daniel talked about, the beast, the son of perdition, the man of sin, the prince, the ruler, all names for the Antichrist. He will experience God's final judgment. Now, if I look at Daniel 12, I want to just show you this is something maybe you've never seen because you look at these last days and it talks about what's going on in, in numbers that kind of seem a little confusing, all right? Daniel 12, verse 1 and 2 says, At that time Michael shall stand up, the great prince who stands watch over the sons of your people, and there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation, even at that time. But at that time your people shall be delivered, everyone who is found written in the book, and many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, some to shame and everlasting covenant." But those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the firmament. Those who turn many to righteousness like stars forever and ever. Wow, another picture of these last days. The confusing part is found in Daniel chapter 12, verse 11 and following. And let me just read this to you. Watch. He says here in verse 11, And from the time that the daily sacrifice is taken away, that's, the three, that's when the uh, abomination of desolation takes place. And the abomination of desolation is set up. All right. He desecrates the temple. There should be 1,290 days. But that's not exactly three and a half years. So what we have here, 1,260 days is three and a half years. All right. That's Jesus and Daniel talked about that. But in verse 11, he says there's 1,000. 
290 days. There's an extra 30 days added. I'll explain that in just a second. Listen to verse 12 and 13. Blessed is he who waits and comes to the 1,335 days. So now we have an extra 45 days. Verse 11, we have an extra 30 days added to the three and a half years. Verse uh, 12 and 13, we have an extra 45 days added to the three and a half years. So what's going on? No worries. This is what I believe. 1,290 days, the extra 30 days added to the three and a half years. At the end of the three and a half years, Jesus will come in the clouds, the Bible says. The uh, battles of Armageddon will take place, and finally the battle of Armageddon. And that extra 30 days, what is that for? Now remember, Jesus is going to set up a thousand-year reign on the earth, a wonderful, perfect environment, and man, what a message that's going to be. But during this time, Matthew 25 says there'll be a judgment of the nations where he separates the sheep and the goats. Matthew 25, verse 31 through 34. I believe that that 30 days is that judgment of the nations, separating the sheep and the goats. All the people in every nation at the end of the tribulation will be gathered before the Lord and he separates the sheep and the goats and the nations will be judged. Now, in verse 35 through 46 of Matthew 25, I thought it's a very interesting. Matter of fact, I'll tell you what, I'm going to turn my Bible to there right now because let me just read this passage to you so you can get a feel of what we're talking about. Why did he add 30, 30 days to the three and a half years? The Bible's telling the truth. 25, Matthew 25, verse 31. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the holy angels with him, he will sit on the the throne of his glory. All the nations will be gathered before him and he will separate them one from another as a shepherd divides the sheep from the goats. And he will set the sheep on the right hand, but the goats on the left hand. Then the king will say to those on his right hand, come you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. And then he even says, I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty, you gave me drink. I was stranger, you, you took me in. I was naked, you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison, you came to me. And then he says this in verse 37, then the righteous will answer him saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed? When did we feed you? Or when did we give you drink? I'm paraphrasing a little bit. Verse 38, when did we see you as a stranger and take you in naked and clothed? When did we see you when you're sick and in prison and come to you? And the king answers and said to them, but surely I say as much as you did it to one of the least of these, my brethren, you did it to me. And then he will say to those on the left hand, depart from me, you cursed into everlasting fire, prepare for the devil and his angels. Verse 44 says that they also will answer him saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry, thirsty? And he goes on and on and on. And we will answer them saying, surely I say to you, inasmuch as you did not do it, you did not do it for the least of these, you did not do it to me. And these will go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. This is a separation. And what it is, what, what's going on here is they're judged as their suitability of heaven and the suitability, their suitability of hell. Their works are only evidence of their faith. Go to James. It doesn't mean they're saved by their works, but what they did was an evidence of true faith. No name given among men whereby you must be saved. That's the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Matter of fact, Mark 13, angels will gather the elect, he says, 
and gather these believers as well. So those 30 days is for the judgment of the nations as he gets things gets the world ready for the thousand-year millennium. But here's another confusing part. He says here in Daniel chapter 11, verse 12 and 13, there's another 1,335 days. So what in the world is that? Here's a 45-day period. Blessed are those who go through the 45-day period, he says. What's going on there? After three and a half years, Jesus interrupts, all right, and he comes again. He brings the final judgment, destroys those nations. In those 30 days, he is now separating the sheep from the goat. And then in the 45-day period, there's a transitioning time. Jesus is setting up God's kingdom on earth, the 1,000-year millennial reign on earth. The Lord will establish the kingdom principles. This will be a time, those 45 days will be a time of preparation, a time of transition. The Bible says David will be his vice-regent, his viceroy. Ruling in Jerusalem, Christ will be the sovereign. David will carry out his will. He is appointed to represent and be his envoy, and he will rule with him. God will give him assignments that will be given out. And by the way, we will rule and reign with Christ as well, those of you who are a part of the church. He even brings the nations before him to teach and show the kingdom principle. That's exactly what the Bible says. They will come before him. The Jewish temple will be rebuilt again on Mount Moriah. Be done again, all right? Jewish vessels are ready in, Jew, in, in Israel right now. Vessels are ready for the third temple that will be built, right? But there'll be a fourth temple that will be built, according to Ezekiel. The red heifer, another message, the purification of the temple. There's four red heifers in Israel right now. The priests, the Levites are all being trained. Everything is ready for a temple, and that will be the temple during the tribulation time. The third temple, and this is to be the temple that the Antichrist will desecrate. Everything's getting ready. We're moving. Let me give you just a brief summary. As we move to the final days of human history, Israel is going to feel more and more vulnerable. Even now, there are enemies on every side. In order to protect themselves from another holocaust, they align themselves with a powerful leader, not realizing he is the Antichrist. He is a great leader. He's an attractive leader. He's called the prince. But he is the anti-God. He is the Antichrist. The Antichrist will publicly support them. He'll be strong for them, help them. He will protect them from other nations who hate Israel, might even defend them. Now, the Bible says in Revelations 11 that two witnesses have been, will be raised up. And they've been preaching for the first three and a half years now. I believe that it's going to be Moses and Elijah. And again, that's another uh, prophetic message I'll be bringing. These two witnesses have been preaching since from the very beginning of the three and a half years. But in the middle of the three and a half years, he will kill the two witnesses. The Antichrist is a devil. He led by Satan. In the middle of the tribulation, the Antichrist breaks the agreement with Israel. He kills the two witnesses and probably kills them in the temple. He betrays Israel. He commits this abomination of desolation. He desecrates the rebuilt Jewish temple. He takes over Israel, and a great slaughter begins. He's proclaimed himself as God, according to 2 Thessalonians 2, verse 4 through 9. He demands worship from the world, Revelations 13 and 14. And at this moment, in the middle, this great tribulation begins. And again, Jesus will come. He'll interrupt it. The Bible says every eye shall see him. He'll come in the clouds, the Bible says. And remember, 
at the end of the this there'd be 30 days extra the the sheep are separated from the goats followed by a 45 day period and that will be the transitioning and preparing for the millennial kingdom well hey thank you so much for listening to part two on the abomination of desolation more messages are uh, coming out hope you get be part of our channel as well all right god bless <laughs>